Welcome to Logical, the UE's first and only, even now, regular legal podcast. My name's Tim Elliott. I'm with the managing partner of the Dubai-based legal firm HPL Yamalava and Plethka here in Dubai. Ludmilla Yamalava, how nice to see you. Good to see you too, Tim. This episode of Logical, registering a civil will at Abu Dhabi Judicial Department, Ludmilla. This is important news, I think. We've got more and more people living here in the UAE, making the UAE their home, or at least spending more time here. So this announcement is welcome. Uh, indeed, and uh, just as a way of reminder, this is not the first uh, perhaps a forum or option for uh, civil wills in the UAE. Uh, we've ha- and we've covered this before on previous podcasts. The, the DIFC or Dubai International Financial Center Will Center has um, been in existence for a few years now, allowing non-Muslim expats or non-Muslims in general to register wills in the UAE. And it started out just to be limited to Dubai assets. Then it um, extended to Ras Ra- Ra- And now it basically not only just extended to to the, the rest of the UAE, but also globally. Uh, in other words, you can include um, your kind of global estate into uh, into the will in, into the DIFC will. Yeah. Uh, so we've we've talked about that. I mean that and that particular um, uh, service is located under the DIFC umbrella. Uh, uh, however, uh, one of the perhaps drawbacks that um, or short uh, shortcomings uh, of, of this particular service that we have experienced or we've uh, heard um, uh, sort of complaints about is the cost. The cost of registering a DFC will it's, it's quite pricey. Uh, it certainly is uh, has many other benefits as we've discussed before. But in terms of for those who are perhaps more cost conscious or uh, those who have fairly in, in their minds at least fairly simple systems scenarios for um, in terms of um, what their uh, sort of life earnings or their estate may be, uh, that uh, that cost in the DIFC is pretty pricey. Uh, also because a lot of, um, um, in most of the cases, not only do you need to pay the DFC will, uh, will fees, but also the DFC center fees, but also lawyer fees, uh, because those wills have to be drafted in a certain kind of way. Anyway, be it as it may, uh, now Abu Dhabi has um, uh, not long ago introduced its own version uh, for civil wills, and that's the uh, through its Abu Dhabi Family Court, uh, which sits under the uh, Abu Dhabi Judicial Department or ADJD, and as part of this. Um, Service, which is, uh, uh, which is, uh, I guess, perhaps was created uh, by virtue of a specific law, uh, which is law number fourteen of uh, uh, twenty twenty one concerning civil marriages and its effects in the Emirate of Abu Dhabi. Uh, so this this will service or civil will service was introduced. Uh, and so now, you, in addition to the DIFC, um, residents, or tourists, whoever it is that wants to register interests uh, or a will, a civil will in uh, in the, the UAE, also now has the option of registering through ADJD. And the cost for that particular service is a lot, uh, perhaps a, li- a lot less uh, uh, arduous <laughs> than the DIFC fees. So yeah, so this is it's a, it's a new, uh, for a fairly new service, uh, but uh, certainly not the first one. So you can now register a will in Abu Dhabi. What do you have to do? What's the process? What kinds of documentation do you need to provide? Uh, so, uh, as is uh, perhaps becoming a lot more of a common practice these days in the UAE, a lot of these government services are becoming a um, 
almost exclusively accessible online uh, or digitally, uh, which makes it a lot more efficient and a lot more economical in terms of uh, just availing themsel- yourself of, of these kinds of benefits. Mm. So in this particular case, it's all done through ADJD website. Uh, and uh, to um, access the service, you just go on the ADJD. And ADJD, once again, stands for Abu Dhabi Judicial Department, which is Abu Dhabi Courts. So ADJD website, you log in using your UAE pass. And this is, we've talked about UAE pass before in, in our podcast. And this is uh, one of um, the significant benefits of having or uh, or activating your UAE pass. So it becomes your, your centralized login into all sorts of government services. So you log in with your UAE pass into ADJD. And there, there's a special um, service. So it's called the Civil Family Court e-services. And under it, there's an application for um, a request to authenticate a civil will. Uh, so that's sort of the sub sub uh, service uh, in uh, you know in on the website in in this um, in this package uh, and then um, and then from there on there is an option to basically I so there's, there's two ways of actually uh, submitting or doing a will you can either use an adjd's own template and mm-hmm. so they do have their own uh, uh, template which by the way is in English and Arabic um so uh, which is very convenient for um, uh, for most especially those who have fairly simple estate if you will and for whom this template it would work because um, that text uh, you can just use it as is for the most part uh, so that's one option the other option is if you want to have your own will you can also introduce uh, your own draft uh, but that draft will have to be legally translated into Arabic as well right. so that's the benefit I guess it's another benefit of uh, using the ADGD uh, template is that you don't need to translate and uh, that draft is already basically sort of verified uh, by the authorities so you do have two options either using their template or you can have your own template as long as it has both English and Arabic. And perhaps this is one difference between the ADJD civil will and, for example, the DIFC will, because in the DIFC, it's all English only. Um, so uh, there, there's no necessity for uh, for having to translate uh, your your will, which, by the way, is fairly, is, is also beneficial for many because those who are not Arabic speakers to have a will or a document like this in another language, it's, it's not just um, uh, perhaps not useful but in some ways kind of distracting as well so that's you know if, if you wanted to compare the pluses and the minuses between the two options that's just another factor to keep in mind um, so yeah so once you've submitted that and then as part of the application what you do is you submit this um, the draft will uh, and your documents which is basically your passport copy and uh, also Emirates ID uh, and then pay uh, pay the fee uh, and um, and then at that point um, and you submit the application again all online then you'll get a notification from ADJD um, that your application has been and accepted uh, and then an appointment uh, and they will follow up with or the court will follow up uh, with regards to an, a, a specific date for the appointment to actually and uh, to validate and to ultimately uh, formalize and finalize the will uh, so that appointment again and so in a few days you'll hear back from the courts with a specific date and a link uh, again it's a, it's a uh, it's an electronic link for you to appear online electronically uh, and before the the authorities and uh, kind of verify the will and then sort of formalize it. Uh, so um, fairly, again, fairly mm. technologically advanced and very efficient. 
the when the link uh, when, when the link arrives with the sort of the email then you know once you're on the day of that appointment you log in uh, and all you need to do is verify that the, the the draft will that you had already submitted is your will you just kind of go through the details of the will and your identification documents and your identification details uh, and uh, confirm that this is your will this is how you want it to be and at that point uh, uh, the authorities will then uh, consider that to be kind of the the registration the validation of your wishes uh, and um then you have your sort of attested will. After that, they will send you the attested will. And voila, you have your will ready. So a million miles from my kind of the image of creating a will in my mind of the, the dusty old wood-paneled lawyer's office with the, the weighty legal tomes in the bookcase and all of that. It's, it's, you could almost do it on the beach in the car as long as you appear I mean it's completely different I, I think most people probably do exactly that <laughs> yeah. from, the, from, uh, from the beach or from the car uh, absolutely and it's interesting because we've even seen how this process has evolved with for example in the DIFC where in the beginning and part of the DFC's whole sort of proposition and, and package and is that you would go you actually this online or any kind of remote registration of will was not allowed it mm. just was not an option Option was not allowed, just would not be even entertained. Obviously, COVID had uh, flipped everything upside down on its head. Uh, so after COVID, it became it became optional. And now I don't even think that's not that's even an option for you to physically be present there. Yeah, but yeah. but as when it when it started out, it was very similar to what you're describing. You'd have to not only physically show up there, but you'd also have to go through fairly uh, complex um, drafting because the language is very it's very sort of legalese. The the will itself, yeah. There's a whole list of questions and ideas that you need to consider. And and I'm not saying that's that process is still not required for many. It's still that's still a better option. Uh, mm because their lives perhaps a lot more complicated and they need to be addressed and and documented in ways that are a lot more complex which the perhaps in that case the DFC will center is is more suitable mm. uh, but for those for so many other people who just live here and all they have is just one bank account for example or in car or or just want to even include guardianship or just uh, yeah. provisions for for their children um, then this is the the ADGD is definitely a very good alternative but uh, but the DIFC started out that way. So you'd go and you'd not only physically uh, have to present yourself and uh, meet with and, and actually go through the will literally word by word, page by page, and then sign every page. And afterwards, they would give you this very nice leather-bound uh, folder or <laughs> multiple copies of, of these folders, depending on how many wills or how many of you were there registering if you was a couple. And you just walk away with this big, uh, sort of nice <laughs> leather-bound uh, uh, folders uh, of your will. Fast forward you know, five years, uh, now uh, that's not even an option. So it's all QR code. So the DFC wills now, they don't even print a copy. There's no more original stamps. Before, there was, there was always a question at the end of your will appointment, how many copies you want, how many uh, sort of true copies, and then they'll be stamping with the actual uh, physical stamps and ribbons and uh, leather-bound binders. Now that's no longer an option. <laughs> it's just the only thing you'll get is a, an electronic form of your will but with a QR code which obviously is uh, verifiable and uh, a lot more uh, a lot more efficient times have changed the other thing and you you kind of alluded to this the DIFC will is 
still an expensive, a relatively expensive process. And there are reasons for that. And for some people, that's the way to go. But if you register your civil will in Abu Dhabi, it is substantially cheaper. It's much more, what's the phrase? Uh, Cost effective. Indeed it is. And uh, on that note, the the application or the registration of a civil will uh, fee is 950 dirhams. Now, it's still about 300 something dollars. But if you compare it to the DIFC, where depending on the type of will, it's we're talking about thousands of dirhams. It's about 10,000 dirhams versus mm. 1,000 dirhams. So it's about a, a 10, 10 times uh, cheaper yeah. to do it in ADJD. So uh, obviously, again, it's not an option for everyone, but certainly is a very cost-effective and economical and very uh, effective uh, option for uh, many others who live in the UAE or who have, have some sort of interest in the UAE. So that's how you do it and what it costs. And what's your advice, just generally speaking, Ludmilla, what's your advice to someone who's thinking of making a will? What do they need to do? And, and I suppose as well, who should have a will? So I would say uh, perhaps anyone who lives in the UAE or works in the UAE or has any interest in the UAE, I said I I would say should have a will. Mm. Uh, and why? Because even if you don't, because um, if you work here, even if you don't own anything, but you work here, you still have something of value. A, you have a bank account. Uh, B, you if you work here, you receive money into that bank account. C, you most likely have a car. Uh, D, you probably have some kind of personal possessions in your house, even if it's a rented property. Uh, and then also, if you're married, most likely you are, or not most likely, but in many cases, you may have children. Mm. So these wills, also one of the benefits of these wills is they also include provisions about guardianship and and, uh, and custody uh, for your minor children. So um, even if you don't, you're not very asset rich if you have minor children is just a very sensible uh, precaution or almost an insurance plan um, that, or a roadmap that you can have uh, just to um, to ensure that your wishes are, are well documented and can ultimately be relied on you know, when you're not around to, uh, to, <laughs> to see them through. So I would say everyone should consider having one in the past it was more difficult to say that way uh, and that's why your question is is very um, is very uh, well <laughs> phrased uh, because of the cost so while yeah. i think it's sensible for people to have a will but previously the dfc the cost was so exorbitant uh, for many people who perhaps don't have any assets and they may just have either minor children or all they have is just uh, one bank account. Um, so it just perhaps would not have been fair to say everybody should have a will. But now with this option uh, available, not only at least uh, is it uh, financially uh, affordable, uh, but it's also in terms of in the practical ways of executing it. It's all online. You don't have to drive to Abu Dhabi. You don't need to be an Abu Dhabi resident. Uh, and also, and this is important to highlight, is that when you have this will, you're not just registering a document. It's not just a contract, which is, by the way, the case in most other jurisdictions. You just basically have a contract. This you're registering with the authority 
authorities, and not only just authorities, judicial authorities. Because yeah. let's say yeah. if you have a will in the U.S., all you it's it's a contract. It's basically you draft a contract and you register it, not register it. You basically deposit it with, either with your lawyers or you exchange it with your spouse or your family members, and that's about it. You don't have to register with any kind of official authority. In this case, especially with ADJD, but similar in the DIFC, this is all being conducted and administered and registered and stored uh, ultimately with not just an authority, but the judicial authority, i.e. the courts. Mm. And so therefore, when the time comes to actually enforce uh, or um, probate, so that's another legalese term for, for enforcing the will, uh, it's already done under the umbrella of the courts. So what you ultimately have uh, is, or you guess your heirs would have, is, is a court judgment, is a court decision. Uh, so not just, hey, listen, this is my will, I want now to basically go and enforce it. It's just, it's a court court decision that will say, okay, this is basically kind of, this is the mandate of the, of the testator. Uh, so this is this is quite important to highlight. And um, also one more thing is that you know, people kind of have uh, expressed concerns about, well, but how is it, what if it's Abu Dhabi? You know, I have, but my assets are in Dubai. What does that mean? Well, because it will be a court judgment, right? And it's a local court judgment, a UAE court judgment. It will be equally enforced in other, in other emirates as it would be in the, in the issuing emirates. In other words, just because it's an Abu Dhabi court that's issuing this this decision of this decree, uh, it does not make it uh, unenforceable in other emirates. So because it is still a local decree, a local court decree, it will be equally enforced in other emirates. Uh, and so, and that's an important um, point to emphasize that it's not just a document, it's not just uh, a contract, uh, and uh, but in fact, it's a, it, will, it will lead to a court-issued uh, document or mandate or decree uh, to uh, which the heirs and the beneficiaries can later on rely on throughout the UAE. And courts tend to recognize courts, particularly the courts in this country. So that makes a lot of sense. Rather than a, a will that was perhaps drafted in a different country many years ago, that's clearly going to be a more difficult process. This, it, it, seem, it seems pretty streamlined. Uh, it certainly is. Now, as I say this, and we, we talked about it in the beginning, is that this, the law that allowed for this or introduced the service was ultimately introduced based in 2022, the beginning of 2022. Yes. Uh, so it's only about a year and a half old. So the service is available and mm -hmm. it's accessible and we've tested it. We've seen it at work. Uh, now, we have not yet seen anyone actually having to, to sort of to probate one of these wills, right. which perhaps is a good thing. <laughs> so uh, how it's going to be applied in practice remains to be seen. And when we do have a national case study, uh, we'll certainly do another follow-up podcast on that topic. But I predict knowing how uh, how in other circumstances or in other uh, cases, we do, when you have an Abu Dhabi judgment, how to enforce it in other emirates, it's a fairly straightforward process. I mean, you can't predict what's going to happen in the future, but at least you can try to make provisions for what might is the point. Well, the idea here, I, I would say I can actually predict what would happen, and that is that once you have an Abu Dhabi or ADGD decision, you just uh, you enforce it in any other emirate, just as you would um, enforce another court decision from any one of these emirates across the UAE. So I think the process is more or less predictable. It's just we have not seen one of these wills, in particular, being applied in other uh, in other emirates just yet. 
That's another edition of Logical, registering a civil will in Abu Dhabi, the capital of the UAE, ADJD. That's the Abu Dhabi Judicial Department. As ever, thank you for watching, listening, or both. And thanks to our legal expert, managing partner here at Yamalava and Plethka, Ludmilla Yamalava. Thank you very much. Thank you, Tim. Now, uh, find us at LY Law, social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, the podcasts. They're all free at lylawyers.com. If you'd like a legal question answered, in Logical in a future episode, or if you'd like to talk to a qualified UE experienced legal professional, click the contact button once again at lylawyers.com. <laughs>